become the director of Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Adam and Barbara are... Ghosts. What's the good of being a ghost if you can't frighten people away? Their house is being haunted by the living. Maybe the house could use a little remodeling. And they can't scare them into leaving. They're dead. It's a little late to be neurotic. So they're calling on Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Who's no ordinary ghost. Yeah, you don't want his help. Can you be scary? What do you think of this? Now, the party's over. You want somebody out of the house? I want to get somebody out of your house. <laughs> but the fun has just begun. It's showtime. Learn to throw your voice, fool your friends, fun and party. Not bad. This is amazing. You want a cigarette? Put some life. Attention, keyboard shoppers. In your afterlife. Michael Keaton is Beetlejuice. I'm the ghost with the most, babe. Transmission will start in five seconds from now. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to Waffle On Podcast. My name is Meds. And I'm MC Kelly. And uh, welcome to the show, this month's show. And if you ever notice, I never say what month it is. No, is that was that? Just in case I don't get to edit in time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, he dates us. Oh, yeah, well, a lot yeah, of fine yeah. wine. Yeah, yeah, we're at that age now where we've got to stop that now. Stop dating us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> zero. Um, we got a little bit of housework before we, uh, we crack on with the show. Um, the usual stuff, if you want to help out Waffle On. Uh, in any ways you can you can use our Amazon link and you can donate and that and also you can give us reviews Cal because we like reviews don't we we do like reviews yeah on iTunes or whatever your um, uh, podcast catcher item is there's loads then she's all these days and I don't know what they all are yeah now there's been talk of Waffle on Live there has been talk on Waffle on Live it's about Waffle Stock and be nothing like it. It's a great name, that'd be the only. If anyone does come to Waffle Stock, don't expect anything like with stock. Waffle Stock? No, there won't be no naked LSD taking. Well, I don't know. It's okay. So, yeah, it was an idea that came about, if I'm honest. Could be you were pissed. Say it. I'd had a few beers with guest hosts Pete Colvin and Donna. And. I don't even know how the conversation came about, but I thought it'd be a good idea. I think it was because I was in a in a pub which have a little has a little stage, and I thought that'd be nice. A couple of iron chairs up there, like you know, a couple of microphones, get some wafflers out, and uh, it seemed to do quite well on the it Facebook did, yeah, yeah. page. 
But we are very paranoid in, yeah, our, in yeah. our popularity. <laughs> Although our listenership right. is very, if very If you high, wanted but... to see how we're here, the last ever Waffle On podcast, that would be it. <laughs> that would be it. Because we've said this. Who we got there? There's only me and you there and Rob Kay. Look, I'd have a good time, but that he'd be retired after that, wouldn't he? And then we'd probably well, kill ourselves. It, it, it either that or I'd edited the podcast so well where there'd be like Amazing. audience, audience, audience yeah, yeah, yeah. noise in the background. I just I'd record a Jimmy Carr show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be one dying. Oh, amazing! <laughs> well, we got. It seems to be quite a few people would be up for it, and um, um, the trouble is, is that we, we have a according to our audience figures, they are quite high. You know, nowhere near as high as the big things that you get. Um, but yeah, we wouldn't want to do it and then only a few people turn up. So if if anybody would be interested or you think yeah. it'd be worth, you know, you'd like to come up to Birmingham because uh, it'd be in the centre of Birmingham, we'd do it. Yeah, and that's and it. There's loads of cheap places yeah, to start. Yeah, there's loads and... of places. It wouldn't, it wouldn't, the only thing it'd cost you good listeners is money to buy beer and uh, buy us a drink as well. Um, and that'd be it, really. So it'd be yeah, free for you. You wouldn't be charging anyone to get in. It'd be a come along to the show. Um, but well, we couldn't ever charge people with bad enough pressure as it is, but that. <laughs> yeah, I have to come with the goods. Yeah, come but on, the, the main... they're going. Come on, where's all this money coming in? <laughs> well, there, there could be some merch there. Yeah, if, yeah, yeah. Uh, we might do some merch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and anyway, you get to meet us, and surely that's worth the, uh, the train journey itself. You're not coming to stop at our places. Um, yes, no, and no. that's one person. He's and not going to stop at my house. <laughs> no. uh, we have talked about t-shirts. We did t-shirts. We mentioned this on the last podcast. That's now in. Uh, we're just sorting it out. Uh, got a few leads on that. Um, now I do have uh, a little. Someone sent, sent us an email. Car fronts uh, and oh. uh, Brian Howe. Sorry, Brian Howe. Sorry, if that, is that read this, Cal? Is that Brian? Brian. Brian. Uh, has sent us a, a little letter asking if I wouldn't mind advertising. A shindig going on, and it's TV related, and is a future podcast we're going to do. So, if you don't mind, really? uh, for a few minutes, I'm going to read this out. Now, this is about the Prisoner Convention uh, in Seattle. It's called the Prisoner Con, and uh, it's going to be on September the 29th to the October the 1st, 2017. I'm going to read out the press blurb here now, and this is at Broadway Performance Hall, Seattle, Washington. Rick Moyer lives in that area. He should is be going. Aberdeen? You know what? Oh, he is in Aberdeen. But that's close, isn't it? Yeah, that's nice. All this, it's close. Yeah. We could get him to uh, be our waffle, roving waffle reporter. He loves the roving stuff. Rick oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so September the 29th, 2017 is the prisoner 30, Prisoner's 50th anniversary. Wowzers. Yeah. Of the first broadcast of the prisoner. Now, they're throwing a three-day party to celebrate this highly acclaimed television masterpiece. And it's uh, the Prisoner Con will be hosted the first ever in the US program for fans of the 1960s cult classic TV program. The program will take place at three venues, or three venues, mm-hmm. in downtown Seattle, and bring together an electric array of ten special guests, including three actresses from the program. The three-day event will encom- encompass 17 unique sessions, including guest interviews, music performances, theatrical reenactments, hosted cocktail parties. Oh, hey. Hey, hey. Is someone going to have that glass with the... Oh, you have just been poisoned. Yeah, because I've had that in our flat. Yeah, surely <laughs> someone's going to have that in there. Uh, the, the episode of video screen is that the Prisoner Khan has three levels of participation. Villagers who'll have access to all three days of fun and fran fraternity. Observers who will attend the Friday and or Saturday evening parties. And warders, non-attending supporters, this once-in-a-lifetime event. In addition, the Prisoner Con shall be collaborating with the other events around the globe that are celebrating the Prisoner's 50th anniversary. Uh, you can get in touch 
via emailing at planning at theprisonercon2017.com. There's a website which is www.theprisonercon2017.com and also our good friends at the Unmutual website which is also on Facebook have the links there as well. So that sounds quite fun, doesn't it? Well, are you going to do it? You do anything? For, uh, you're still a member of the uh, the Pottery. No, Bridges, no, no, so no, 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 no. I left that a long time ago. <laughs> I became an unmutual. <laughs> I became. I resigned from the six of one for. Well, because too much pottery. <laughs> too much pottery, and I didn't. I didn't like many people who left six of one. I didn't agree the way it was being run. Well, you have a fucking pottery. That's the. Right, too, <laughs> much, too much pottery. So I'm a member of the. Well, it's actually now the unmutual website is not a membership. It's not anything like that. You can go along and join their Facebook page and just. Enjoy the prisoner, and that's all it is. It's not. I'm not like them with the quiet mass on the yeah, thing. Yeah, that's yeah. like just like just piping every now and again. Yeah, and that's that's good. They, they send you. They let yeah. you know this is obviously a good place to go to. If you want to. I think we are going to be doing the prisoner. Obviously, in September. This is the most obvious time to do it. I can't believe we haven't done it. That's the mad thing. I've forgotten. The thing is, though, is that I've done three different podcasts <laughs> yeah. on the prisoner for various other websites, and you know, yeah. but I haven't seen it. And the Blu-ray is. Oh yeah, you're going to make amazing good. Blu-ray. Oh yeah. my god, it's suddenly good. Anyway, Cal. Anyway. Well, you know, do you understand anything, by the way? Any any news from your point of view? Anything no, you no. are happy about? I'm either, I'm cool. Whatever, moan? No. Cringe? No. No, nothing at all? Oh, no, I'm, I mean, I'm, nothing uh, made you angry lately? Normally you get angry at cinemas? No, I haven't, no, I ain't been angry because I've saw good films. Oh. Uh, so now I'm all right. I'm, I'm in a pretty good place at the moment, I reckon. Right, your hair's looking a bit crazy, isn't it? Oh, that's crazy, yeah. That's I mean, a, I've got an excuse. You no, 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 yeah. Don't get to sleep when you've waxed your hair before you get to sleep. It's a bad idea. Just don't go to sleep at all. No, no. <laughs> anyway, what are we talking about, man? Beetlejuice. And what do we do before we talk about it? Play the team tune.
the uh, the start starting theme tune. Do you remember me having the soundtrack on vinyl borrowed sure. from Birmingham Library? I'm sure you did. What, what did it have a like jump in the line on it? It had all of it. Yeah, apparently there's a couple of different versions of the soundtrack. One had uh, ones without there on it, and I had interactive. Why would you have the one without that? That's the funniest moment in the film. Copyright stuff, and I think one had. Um, Samples of Beetlejuice in it going on. Did you know that apparently on my last the last episode, my impression of Brian Blessed had gone down rather well? I, I saw that someone said they were laughing out loud. <laughs> I don't know whether that's because of Brian Blessed. Or because <laughs> of there you go. Anyway, yeah, we do Beetlejuice, so let's have some bump for that. Beetlejuice, is, of course, is directed by Tim Burton, produced by Larry Wilson, Michael Bender, and Richard Hashimoto. Screenplay by Michael McDowell and Warren Scarlin. It was released on March the 30th, 1988. A lovely running time, 92. Perfect. Minutes, minutes perfect. Sorry. A budget of 15 million, but made 37.7 million. What's happened to my iPad? So it made, yeah. basically, it made its thing back. It did indeed. Now, did you go and see this at the cinema? No. I did. did now, you know, it's one of these weird films, right? When I suggested that we do it, mm. so because I've watched it recently, and we loved it when we were younger. But I don't ever remember seeing it for the first time. I've got no recollection. Oh, no. I might that might be because I'm turning to Chooch and Chunk. <laughs> but I have no recollection. I, you know, you just remember... Are, you, my... are we the Birmingham version of Kevin <laughs> Smith and Jason? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? I, you know, like most films you've done, I could tell you exactly the time. But this, I can't... I must have saw it. I reckon I saw it when I was... Moved in with you and get a video. I I'm sure, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I might have saw it in the cinema, but I've, I've got no recollection of it. I used to have a strong recollection of going to see it in the cinema. Was it? But did that you means I got screen. Robic, yeah. Uh, the thing is, 1988. I would have been uh, how old am I? I'd be 13. Uh, yeah, I would have been old enough, wouldn't I? Was it 15? You're going to get a lot more of this with just trying to work out your eyes by using your fingers. I was 15, 16. That's weird. See, I'm definitely sure... Now I've got me thinking Or did now. we see it afterwards? I, I, I could see... see. Truth is, I was a very big Michael Keaton fan because I, one of my favourite films was Mr. Mum. Yeah, yeah. And I love Johnny Dangerously. Now, I'm sure I saw Mr. Mum and Johnny Dangerously after this. Maybe now, hold on a minute. Yeah, because when was, uh, oh, when no, was Batman? Eighty-nine. Eighty-nine. I did. No, I did see it from because I remember getting excited. Uh, there's a scene in Batman where Bruce Wayne is standing in front of a fireplace and he sneakily puts that uh, tray into his shirt and he turns around and he says to the Joker, "He's sort of saying, you want a piece of me? Come on, then.' Everyone talks like that. And it, that's just crazy. Moment, yeah, isn't it? and he gets shot. Then you see, there you go. That was a bit of a build juice impression. I can't do that all the way through. No, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I remember thinking, you know, he's doing build juice. That's really cool because I was a huge supporter of Michael Keaton being Bruce Wayne. He was brilliant, Bruce he Wayne. He was so good at Bruce. He Wayne. wasn't a great Batman. I think he was. I mean, oh, I, I mean, he was a physical son. He was okay, but his Bruce Wayne's the best Bruce Wayne. Yeah. To well, me, you know, he's anyone he, can be Batman, really, can't they? Yeah, they that's what I just like his brokenness in that. He's broken. Yeah. Like Christian Bale tried it a bit, and everyone's tried it a bit, but he had that where you thought where he was unhinged. What about Val Kilmer? I like Val Kilmer as an actor a lot, but he's just unmemorable. Yeah. I can't remember him that much. Like George Clooney was terrible. <laughs> no. But that, you know, that Nipples. was an idea of. Uh, well, no one's to say, we said no one's to see rubberized arses anymore, do we? There's no need for fat that. nipples. Yeah, there was no need to see his arse being <laughs> fat. Arse. There's no need. 
No, even if it is Clooney's ass. No, no, no. We don't. Even though, you know, I watched that recently and it weren't as bad as I remember because it's got some good stuff in it's it. It's not Mr. Mr. Freeze. Yeah, I, I don't think it's Mr. Freeze. I mean, Mr. Freeze is okay, but it's all it's stuff. And Robin's crap. And it's the, you time know, to have an ice time. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but that's like, you know, Christopher Nolan said he went to cinema and saw that film and that made him want to remake Batman. <laughs> well done. Uh, yeah, now, yeah. You know, I've got to go back and watch the uh, Batman Returns and all, all that, Joe, The Dark Knight. And you know, fans, I love them, I do. I still I love them, I still love them. No, I, I love them. It's beautiful, like typical, hey, Christopher Nolan. Christopher yeah. Nolan does beautiful films. Oh, he does not. I'm still not. I'm still not. Um, oh, man, can you imagine still doing the Bond, Bond film? Amazing. Well, I think so if he did the Bond film, that'd be the, his best film because, and I know me and you have had this many a conversation. And this could be a lot of a one that we do live is about my, the feelings of Leonardo DiCaprio. Don't get me wrong. No, Django yeah, Unchained is about, wait, 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 no, no, wait, no, no, uh, because like um, I don't like you know the one with the, the buildings going over. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, uh, yeah, you not like that bloody film. It's amazing. But you know the reason why? Because everyone told me how amazing yeah, it is. Yeah, and yeah. Like, because like I said, that's why. Still I good. Don't you get should never wait for stuff because you I get hyped know, up but that then. came out just as I've become a dad yeah, yeah. Oh, I like to go straight away then I make my own mind up because yeah. there's no doubt but the, the internet's is, the worst for that I don't I don't and I know it's a terrible thing to say but Django and Change apart from that maybe the Wolf of Wolf no Avatar not Avatar Aviation I don't buy Leonardo DiCaprio and the reason oh. why I don't buy him is because of the fact that he's, he's, he hasn't changed no. from the beach oh, he's, he's still a really good looking guy he's aging really really well yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I mean, people have a go at him why did you always go after uh, supermodels yeah well fair play to him <laughs> fair play. why wouldn't you yeah. but that's, like, that's what I'm saying though it's because I don't buy and the same with Heath Ledger I don't buy Heath Ledger as a joke. No, yeah, no that should be one with because I love uh, Heath Ledger in that yeah. But let's not get into that now. Let's not get into that now, but that's yeah, yeah, often. Yeah. But um, yeah, but Tim Burton, let's have a little bit of a chat about Tim Burton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Timothy Walter Burton, uh, born August 25th, 1958, in Burbank, California. Uh, he has been uh, directing in the film industry uh, since 1979. He was married to Lisa Marie Smith, 93 to 2001, and most famously Helen the Bottom Carter. Uh, from 2001 to 2014. Um, would you, what would you say is, is Burton's, what well, your well, favourite Burton? You know, I was thinking about this, right? I think Tim Burton is a bit of a one-trick pony. Yeah. I do, but mm. when he's good, mm. like I said, in my, I think in my top ten films of all time is Ed Wood. Oh, Ed yes. Wood really is, is his masterpiece. Mm. I think it's Bill Murray's best role he's ever done. <laughs> it's an amazing film. I love the stuff with uh, with Boris Karloff and uh, uh, you oh, know, uh, it's what's his uh, name? Uh, uh, not Lon Chaney. Uh, that's anyway. yeah, Bella Lugosi. Bella Lugosi when yeah. he's going on about fucking eight Boris Karloff. I love that film I'm because it's Martin Lando. Yeah, yeah, because it's different, mm. and there's no mm. doubt he's Batman's brilliant. This is brilliant. Batman Two, Sleepy Hollow. Mm. Sleepy Hollow's good. I like Batman too because it's really dark. It it's actually, yeah. I know he changed the, pen, the penguin. Character. Changed the penguin too much, didn't mm, he? Yeah. But I've got to say, I think when he's good, I think he can be good. What do you think of old Scissorhands? Mm, I don't know. This, I, I, I can't I, think of the last time I saw it. Can you feel no. that? There's no doubt he's done good films. Yeah. I love Big Fish. I really like I think that's such an underrated film. Oh, it's really sad. Best films, but the problem with him is he'll do one film, then do it again, mm. and then do it again, and then do it again. There's no doubt he's good. When he's good, he's good. But it's too similar. Yeah. It's like there was that one the other year, weren't the school for people with, mm. with typical, you know, gothic. He just does that gothing all you, the while. Are you a fan of Nightmare Before Christmas? 
Mm. I'm not. And people love it, don't oh, yeah. they? Well, Jack and Lantern. If you look, we had a bit where Bill just pops out. You go, oh, that roll up bit. Yeah. Yeah. If you look yeah. at the top, there is the uh, Jack and Lantern head on there because that was one of his first things he did when he was at. Uh, uh, I like Frank and Weenie. It's quite mm. good, but it's just too much of it. And it's too similar. But no doubt, he's very good at what he does. I'd like to see him do a, uh, like a good version of Frankenstein. Yeah, I, you know I, mean? I know because he loves Universal Horror. Mm. So I don't know why he's never got that. I know he fell out with the studios over Batman, didn't he? Yeah, and that's the reason why Keaton didn't do it because he refused to come back because Burton uh, wouldn't do it. And he didn't make, he did, he did make, still made a lot of money, but he wasn't as commercially successful. But then again, he didn't have Jack Nicholson in it. Yeah. And look, man, don't get me wrong, I like Danny DeVito. I was watching Matilda the other day, oh, he was the best thing in it. But he's not Jack Nicholson. But he's no Jack Nicholson. One of Jack Nicholson's last great role as well, wasn't it? I know he's getting older, so we don't have to do that. But, you know, I, I like Jack, him in the... That Jack Nicholson's... I like him in The Departed. He's very good in that, but he's sort of... Yeah, but he's playing himself. He just... No, he just got... No, but he just... It's... Last, last, his last good film was as good as it gets. Oh, actually, yeah, yeah. No, that, no, that, that is amazing. It's got some amazing lines in that film, hasn't it's it? It's amazing. And it's the fact that it's so on PC... He's actually, but it's so well balanced with the gay guy. Well, it's to me, it's a bit like a, a, a love story like Annie Hall, where it's sort of not perfect. Is that Helen Hunt in that? Yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I, you know, you know, there's some people in the world that you just think I really fancy her. Yeah, yeah. Helen Hunt. Don't know why. I think it's because she just looks like a really pretty, nice, normal yeah, yeah, yeah. woman. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got about this for Gina Davis, eh? Anyway, um, we'll get on yeah, to that. Yeah, but, uh, but no doubt, he's a very good director, but yeah. he's not the kind of director like Martin Scorsese or John Carpenter who would go up looking where you yeah, think, yeah. oh, their films, I want to go and see them. It's like, oh, it's Well, didn't we was on about this last last month where we turned around and said that, that really, when you when you really come down to it, the idea of the best directors are the ones who can do different genres. And John Carpenter? At, yeah. And Mark Scorsese, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, we are going to do Mark Scorsese, film, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he's the greatest director there's ever been because he's at nearly 80 years old, he's still making films more exciting than 25 year olds, mm. and he doesn't care, and he makes films that he wants to make. We will do it. I suppose when you think about it as well, it gets slagged off a bit, but as George Lucas is a bit the same when you think about it, making graffiti, THX more than 38, Star Wars. Oh, well, his early uh, films are brilliant. What's the one? Um, not in Tech, not. Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. Alec Baldwin. You know, a lot of people have turned around and asked the same question as this, and I'll bring it up in a minute. Now, <laughs> Alexander Ray Baldwin III, born April 3rd, 1958, in Amateurville, New York. Uh, he was ma- he's been acting since 1980. He's been married to Kim Basinger, The Simpsons, uh, in 93, divorced term two. He's been married to Hilary Baldwin uh, in 2012. Uh, he has several brothers. Stephen... Is he, I think he's the most normal one, in not Is he the normal Well, let's face it, Stephen Baldwin ain't. Uh, <laughs> no, Daniel no. Baldwin, no one's heard of him. William Baldwin and Hayley Baldwin, that's a niece. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> Tina Marie, who sent us a comment earlier on, I have to say, I wouldn't, you wouldn't say, now everyone ages, both me and you, Yeah. Gina Davis does, everyone does, Alec Baldwin looks like he's gone out of his body and slipped into a slightly plumper diverse. Yeah, yeah. He don't look fat. No, no, he no. Look yeah, fat. Yeah. Like, look at this picture of him here in our script. There he is. No, yeah, that's yeah. not a fat man, is he? No, 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 like, no. He's no. not fat. But he just looks like, because his chin's still there, he hasn't got it. But he almost looks like, for some unknown reason, his bones have got bigger because he's really thin in this. Yeah, yeah, he's And he doesn't skinny. look like. I don't know whether it's the glasses or his haircut. Yeah. I don't know. Or it could be the check shirt. But what happened? How did he. When did that happen? Because he seems to be there, and then Hunt for Red October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's perfect, because he does Trump now. That's his main thing now, isn't he? On Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah. And he got it down to it. He's going to be, well, they wanted him to do that 
Is he going to spray? Is he gonna no, he won't do it now. He said he caused too much offence. And I can understand it. He was saying he don't want to polarise. Well, I suppose it's also... It'd be funny, yeah, it'd but be funny. there's Republicans there as well. If it, you, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it's meant to be a laugh. And it is also one of those things as well where it's it's presidential history, isn't it? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, that would be very funny. But, uh, no. but it'd be even more funny to see Donald Trump. Make yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he doesn't need to do that, does he? Yeah, Baldwin, I mean, he's another one who has always been on the scene, but he's struggled. It's quite hard, actually. Think of an amazing film he's done. Apart from this... About that, Hunt for Red for Red Yeah, like I said, he's been one of... I think all the Baldwin... Who's a really mental one? That's Stephen. Stephen, he's the one who was in Usual Suspects. Doesn't he? Oh, is he the one? Who, oh, he's yeah. The, he's the Bible basher. He's the Bible basher. He's the one. He's the one who went to Big Brother and took his Bible and tried to. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tried to turn. Was it Vinnie Jones? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, and he, he, he equated faith like oxygen. He said you can't see oxygen, but you know it's there. That's what he said. That's a good philosopher. Though. Yeah, but you're obviously not really breathing, you idiot. <laughs> you can't see, can you? <laughs> you're so gassed, yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone said the same about religion. Yeah, it's all yeah. gonna kill you. Yeah, okay, Gina Davis, uh, Virginia Elizabeth Davis. That's what she was born on uh, July the twenty first, nineteen fifty six. Age sixty one. She's older than Baldwin. Um, she's oh, been yeah. acting uh, since nineteen eighty two. She's six foot in height. Lovely, lovely. Um, she was married four times. Uh-huh. Richard Emolio, eighty two to eighty three. That was short. Jeff Goldblum, 87 to 90. That must have been a mad partner. God, that's a strange pair. Benny Harlan, the director, 93 oh. to 98. And Leza Jahara, oh. uh, 2001. She's got three children. Um, now, I re- as I said to you, I don't know. I, uh, she looks stunning in this. Right? That's really, that's really and I think it's because, you know, what? I've got this thing about flowery dresses. Like, all, in, all the indie girls when we were younger, if they had a flowery dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, and she looks so innocent in it. She does look really innocent in it. Yet she's a pro- in real life, she's a proper really feisty feminist woman and uh, that's why oh, she took she control is. of a lot of her films later on and she she, she came known as a little bit of a troublemaker yeah, especially yeah. during uh, what's the one where she played like a, a pirate lady oh uh, yeah but, directed by Benny Harlan yeah uh, oh god Cutthroat Island Island okay. yeah. god I'm good my yeah that's so it's yeah. funny or is this yeah, clever we've other stuff we've other stuff, <laughs> stuff that's actually worth <laughs> more, yeah. like math, maths and English if you know and also I think with Lung Kiss Goodnight but again apart from that on Thelma Louise of course was the film that really I think broke around yeah. with uh, Susan Susan Simon, yeah. which I, I've never seen all the way through I don't think it's one of them things it's just always no I don't know it, when, when we were young you, you didn't want to watch films like that when you were blowing yeah blow, I'd like to know what uh, what women think about um, Thelma and Louise. Yeah, is anyone a fan of Thelma and Louise? Not really. No, is it any reason? Well, no, she don't like the ending because said you know she know you you know drive off a cliff at the end. The drive off a cliff at the end. Said you know you've lost them, haven't you? Do they drive off the cliff? Well, is it I, like quadrophenia? I think you don't know. It's a bit up in the air, isn't it? So, but uh, I don't know. So like Emma Sander, for me, that film is it's still all about men. Even though it's mm-hmm. about women, it's still always about yeah, men. Do you know there's that there's that thing in cinema. There's a, a, a proper feminist scene if you've got two women yeah. talking the scene but not about men. Yes. There's a proper thing for it, isn't yeah. there? Yeah, Mark, Mark, Mark Camogue goes on about it a lot saying that's a proper scene with women. That's, if that's, it's just two men, if it's just two women talking about men, that's about the men, not yeah. about the women. Actually, it's funny you say that because one thing that me and Stefan did when we was writing uh, our scripts for stuff was when we had female characters. <clears throat> and it is, I think, one of the only people who do, and that's not true, a load of people do, but I, I think, what's his name, Josh Whedon is very good at writing female characters. But, being a man, I don't care what you say, it's hard to write female characters. Of course it is. But we deliberately did that. We deliberately made sure that when we did two female characters, we did not bring any kind of anything, any kind of sexuality or anything to do with men in it. Get it purely on the subject it was there. But it ain't easy. I'm not, not saying that, but it's <clears throat> it's hard for a bloke not to write some kind of 
what you would think. Of course. Yeah, because you don't you're not know a woman. It's like the hard thing when I was writing for an Australian thing, you know, the Australian TV show, was that I had to make sure Stefan had it so that he could... We don't say good day, mate, every day. No, we no, don't no. Say, you know, certainly don't say Bojingo, Bojango, Bo Quaggy. Here he is. Now, we've talked about Jeffrey Jones before in... Uh, uh, very yeah, yeah, day sorry, off, but let's, yeah, next, um, yeah, but let's give out just a rundown of what Jeffrey Jones. <laughs> Jeffrey Jones, uh, Jeffrey Duncan Jones, born September twenty eighth, nineteen forty six. So he's even older. Anyways, wow. in his seventies, would be seventy one this year. And he's been acting since the nineteen seventies. Most notable work, of course, is Amadeus, Ferris Bueller's uh, Day Off. Um, still acting today, still getting quite a few roles, even though he was at uh, the pension for photography with young boys. Yeah, that's um, what we're going to say. Let's move swiftly on. Swiftly on to the <laughs> lovely, uh, very talented Catherine O'Hara. I think she's really good in this, you know, I think she's really I'm good. I'm looking at this photograph now and I'm thinking she's so, had some, some work, work done. done. <laughs> uh, Catherine Anne O'Hara, born uh, March 4th, 1954, uh, in Toronto, Toronto, in Canada. Uh, been acting since 1975. Now, she was one of the original. SCTV cast members, which was the Canadian version of Saturday Night Live, which consisted of, for this first series, here's uh, a, a list of, you're going to love these, John Candy, Joe Flatterty, Eugene Levy, oh. Andrea Martin, Catherine O'Hara, Dave Thomas, and Harold Ramis. Bloody hell, that's a pretty amazing Yeah, name. she was a very important, um, important member of that. Okay, again, though, struggling to think of anything else she's been in. Yeah. I mean, if I was if I was doing it properly, I would have got a load of things. But we ain't got that. We know the writer. I used to really fancy. No, I think any, any bloke who was into who was slightly alternative when they were fifteen mm. fancied when I arrived. Uh-huh. Yes, absolutely. I think mainly because of this role, even though she's way too young. But how old has she meant to be in this? Do you I know? She's meant to be fourteen, but she's seventeen. When she's doing, it's doing actually it? her third screen role. Uh, but this is a breakthrough role. This film was. Uh, we know Laura Hovowitz. October 20th, 1971, so she's a couple of years older than us. Yeah. Uh, yep. uh, she's been acting since 1985. Um, she was obviously in a long-term relationship with uh, Johnny Depp, who had a... Well, she went, over. she went a bit off the rails, didn't she? She got she, done for... Uh, well, she came down, she suffered quite badly with many depression. Yeah, and, and she was taking tablets for that. And then and she was nicking that stuff. <laughs> she got <laughs> caught nicking £5,000 worth of uh, yeah, yeah, shoplifting. Yeah. Which, of course, the press jumped on that. But I think it was a cry for help, didn't they? I think that's what it, it was. It was a depression that. kind of thing, depression. really. And she come back from that. And, of course, a lot of our younger listeners will recognise her as being Spock's bi- uh, human biological mum in the new Star Trek franchise. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, the thing is, she was a big deal when we were young, weren't she? Absolutely. You know, reality bo- reality bites, remember that uh, Heathers? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a classic yeah. And also there was talk of doing a sequel to Heathers in which... Uh, Christian Slater's character comes back in an Obi-Wan style homage and Slater was up for doing the, doing the job. Yeah, that is a great film. But I don't think that would work these days because I don't think Heathers has the impact as what he did when we were young. No, no, but it's, it's different then because it's all about like, teen suicide and everything, yeah. isn't it? Because of the internet, it's still a change that world now, no, it isn't is, it? It's yeah, more it's online like, bullying now yeah. and that's about, you know, getting the, getting, you know, and it, uh, yeah, it's a film so much of its time. Mm. Too important film. Yeah, yeah, because I think as well, because everyone, everyone thought, oh, Chris is like, going to be the new Jack Nicholson and all that, didn't they? Or, and he sort of that. He was the new Michael Ironside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't really happen for him, did he? Uh, Michael Keaton. Ah, oh, it's so good. Born Michael Douglas. Michael John Douglas. Oh. Uh, September the 5th, 1951. In, uh, oh, in Pennsylvania, I was going to say. Um, and he's been acting since 1975. Uh, he'd been married once. Now, Keaton, I was, and still yeah, am, was yeah, a, a big huge fan, fan yeah. of Michael Keaton. 
Uh, as I said to you earlier on, Mr. Mom, Johnny Dangerously, I was a big fan of. Multiplicity is one of my all-time favourite films. So I think it's such a wonderful idea for a film. It's one of them actors, isn't he, where his career has gone up and down. It disappears for a few years. Yeah, and then he comes back. Because I remember the person who sort of brought him back was um, Quincy Antino and Jackie Brown. Yes, he's he wicked plays, in that he's film. He's played that character before, uh, again, hasn't he, as well? In uh, yeah. Wasn't that in... Um, yeah, because it's like he was going to do a film about him, wasn't he? Yeah, he was going to do a yeah. character... And that because that he disappeared for a few years, did he? And I don't know why. Like these Hollywoods are funny. Well, I think a little bit like a little bit like Daniel Day Lewis is that he picks his films carefully and then goes back because well, he he lives in oh I did put it down. So it's not uh, in Hollywood. Oh yeah, he lives in Big Timber and Vision, Sweet Grass County, Montana. Huh? And he's, he's every, people often see him just fishing. He loves his fishing. Huh? He's got a nice ranch up there. Goes fishing. The locals know him, and he's very happy there. But I mean, I, I, I think that he's, the last film I've seen actually out was, was clearly uh, Birdman. Oh, he's amazing. Um, that, in yeah. which I think I, I tweeted it, but I also text you, where I, I have no problems with it. I near enough cried at the end of that It's film. a sad because, film. No, no, not because of that. I don't think it is that film. I think no, no, I think it's, 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 it's a conclusive film. But it was the first time in a long, long time, for me, because I know you've been seeing it more than me, that I came out of that film and I thought, that's the first time in years I have seen a beautifully crafted film oh, no. from writing, from acting, from directing. It's one shot for bloody one. Well, yeah. I know it isn't. It, no. There's ways you can, there's a thing you can have a look on, you can break it down. But my yeah. God, sheer for the sheer experiment of the film. Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people watched it, hated it, and I watched it, hated it. But, but, oh, that's just so its own arse, all in jokes and that. But I love all that stuff. I did, but I don't think, well, I think it was a proper breakdown of a man. Uh, but what was lovely about it was that you don't know if Birdman oh, is there. That, mag- yeah, that magical reality ending. Yeah. And don't also, know, yeah, do you? Because at the end... You don't know? You don't know what... Well, she looks up, doesn't she? She looks up, which gives you the hint that he is actually flying. But that, that, or is she just human him? Is she human him? You don't know, do you? You don't know. And Edward Norton is fantastic in that. I think Edward Norton, again, has done a bit of the Dustin Hoffman's where he's got out of his own arse and and has kind of like... There's no doubt he's a good actor, Edward Norton. He's a fabulous actor. He started believing it, though. You don't need that actor. When you you, you start believing your own hype after Kingdom where you don't see him at all... Yeah, yeah. I hate that film. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's not go into that. Yeah, so... um, Now, Glenn Shaddix plays off, though. Uh, William Glenn Shaddix, born April the 15th, 1952, sadly passed away... In Birmingham, Alabama, oh. on September the seventh, two thousand ten, uh, you know, from blunt trauma. What's going on there then? Mm. He collapsed and banged his head off the table. Oh, yeah. He was yeah. in a wheelchair at the time. Uh, he'd been quite ill. Um, so yes. So now I've made notes again, and there's going to be some clips, everyone. Okay. <laughs> Please jump in. I will. Model village at the beginning. I love the transition from. Real village to the model village. How cool is that village? Is it, we, we were talking about this early, weren't we? I think it'd be very interesting for someone who hadn't saw this film who's young. Mm. Say, when we what, first saw it, 15, 16, 16 they're not going to listen to the model. Although we do have, we do have uh, younger, younger listeners. Yeah, I'd like to be very interested. You've never saw the film to see what you think of the effects in this film. Yeah. Because this was sort of the last year, really, I think, round about this time where things were changing over, weren't they? It is, because, I mean, Batman... Well, Batman was done by David Meddings, uh, with the special effects yeah. and everything, but I think it was probably about a couple of years later we started really getting pure CGI. Yeah. And, um, I mean, you know, as a regular thing. As a regular right? thing, because the clay stuff in this is that, that, it does date it. There's no it doubt it dates it, doesn't it? Which is ironic, because all the makeup of the dead people is, I think, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the other stuff, isn't it? Mm. The sand, the worms. The sandworms. 
and just not that well. They're not even that well done, are they? No. I noticed that watching that. Yeah, I thought well, they're not even that good, are they? You know, but yeah, Harry Housen was doing all stuff that better. Yeah, than better that. than that. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know, but it doesn't ruin the film. It just no. sort of takes you out, doesn't it? In a way, and I blow people saying they like it because I was reading some of the comments where people saying on Amazon because I was looking at the reviews. Mm. And people are going, oh, I like that because it made it other. Yeah, I mean, it makes I, it a I, bit other, doesn't it? I agree it? with you, but I agree with that because I mean, I, I was saying to you that I do my watching all the Doctor Who's that come out. I mean, perfect years and like I had uh, the Green Death, especially some I was watching, which had the maggots in it. And you know what? The maggots are really very good in it. Yeah, but you was also on about the worst affection. <laughs> well, no, that was the one before. Which was, <laughs> when you said it was unbearable. Yeah, yeah. What was the one? That was uh, the Frontier from Space, I think. I'm not too sure now, but yeah, that, that was. Yeah. <laughs> but the maggots one, which everyone goes about all the green maggots, actually really quite scary, and it was really well done. But even with bad kind of like monsters where you can tell that the eyeballs aren't moving and all that kind of stuff, there's something quite quirky about it. It's something quite nice. Because. If you wanted that believable, at the end of the day, you are watching a TV program, you are watching a film, and there has to be that at that point where you, you you don't want to be totally in it. That's the one, the, what happened with the Hobbit. You don't want to feel that you're in this world because, yeah, no, that, because that, that, you're yeah. there enjoying something that somebody has made. Yeah, and I, I, I do agree with that. I do agree. Like it doesn't bother me, but if you're very interested in someone who hadn't saw it, mm. someone like a young girl, I like Jess, yeah. who can't watch anything. Older than about five years, <laughs> watching that thinking, they'd think, "What the hell's all that?" Yeah, exactly. Because they don't understand where it come from. No, no. Now we, we're joining the Maitlands, uh, Barbara and Adam, uh, who own a lovely house in a lovely village, which uh, is all filmed on this this place, and I can't remember where it is now. If you go on to Google and type in filming locations, a lot of the places they were boarded up, which is a shame. The uh, the Maitlands um, shop. So that's a real village. It's a real village, yeah, 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 yeah. And they had the, they built a house just up the road from it, and they added on the red um, like cover of the bridge. They made, they they blocked up the dam oh. to make the river a little bit bigger, so it makes it more because uh, it was just like a little stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Maitlands, um, what would you call that as a uh, hardware store? Yeah, 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 right, yeah. And the barber shop next door, we get the old man sitting outside, and that's all boarded up now. Oh. Which is such a shame because I love those kind of like mom and pop style. It's, that's how I like to think of America. In a way, you should open it up as a, a Beetlejuice world. Yeah. Be ironic, because in the film, mm. he wants to open it up as a bloody yeah, supernatural world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they go down to this store to go and buy some stuff for uh, Adam's uh, model village, and then they, they crash on the bridge and they go over and die. Now, in the original script of this, which was a lot darker, um, you see the Maitlands die. I was, do you know, one thing I was going to say mm. to you, but I was going to talk about this, but I thought I'd keep it for t- now. Yeah, good on you. Right? How did they die with that crash? There's no way they would they, have died in that crash. They get crash. trapped in there because there's a seat, there's a bit in it, which is actually in the film, where Barbara gets her arm broken and caught in the car. And she's trying to pull her arm out, and, and, oh. and, and Adam's trying to get her out, and he ends up dying first. He's that makes court, sense. Which is why when they walk up to the house, because my arm still feels cold. Yeah, I wondered that. That's the reason why. Why are oh, somebody talking to make it? Also, there is a there is a slight issue with this the way they die because if you notice in the waiting room, all the people that are dead, look how they did when they died. died. You know, the guy with the fishbone in, the woman who's been chopped in half, the slitting of the wrist, which means you become a civil servant. Well, they theoretically should be wet the whole way through this film uh. because they drowned. But obviously that would be just too uncomfortable for the actors to be wet in it. Yeah, so, yeah. So they kind of left, they kind of like drift, drift through that away. Yeah, yeah, I think you just think a bit too much into it as well. But like, like I said, I, I, I saw that film like, oh, well, you should think, how did they die with that? Mm. Because they only fall off the bloody thing. That makes bloody yeah, sense. Yeah, and he said, apparently the original script was quite a gruesome death, so you 
did see it all because it was meant to be kind of like a horror film this one you can see that the second rewrite that it came more as a comedy, as a comedy. Um, Adam ends up going missing for two hours when he walks out of the house and that's the first time that you see the, the sandworms going on uh, there's no reflection in the mirror and they get that wicked book, book yeah. um, for the recently deceased a guide which reads like a, a technical it's manual it's like a technical manual yeah, yeah. now we then get to see Beetlejuice briefly reading his newspaper and it must be saying it's sort of like um, oh, sandworms there like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 32% uh, but we don't really get to see who he is. Adam, which I, and I love the quirkiness of this film, where Adam is actually making little graves on his model for them. They seem to take death quite, yeah, yeah, yeah. quite calmly, really, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, because I think there's like because a subplot that he they're living there because they escaped the city anyway, yeah, aren't they? Yeah. Because because when the other bloke comes in, he's there for the same reason, mm. isn't that? So you know, I was looking at some people saying that is that a metaphor for? You're going there to die. Uh, well, are you leaving? Yeah, yeah. Is it, are you going out to pasture? Yeah. That's what it all like is. Like a dog going towards the end of the garden. Like the ele- elephant's yeah. grave, the goat somewhere, and all, everyone's going there to escape. Now, what do you think about the deeds when they arrived? There's a nice line that Charles says, because look at that kitchen, you're finally going to be able to cook a decent meal. Yeah. And <laughs> look on his face, and he goes, okay. Yeah, yeah. But it's that weird thing again. He's with someone he loves. They yeah, seem to do yeah, this yeah. in American things in the 80s. No, they always be hate the party. Because <laughs> well, it's a step well, Of course, Captain O'Hara played uh, the mum in, in um, Home Alone. Home Alone, Home yeah. Alone. yeah. And, and very similar character. But what I don't get is, why does Otto climb through the window? Yeah. They just walk through the door. There's loads of little things like this that don't really make much sense. Yeah. So like I said, do you know, weirdly, I ta- I watch this, change the subject a little bit, but it's still the same subject. Mm. I take this off, it was on uh, TCM, right? Yeah, okay. Cut to shit. Oh, really? Cut to shit. I was going to text you. Like, some of my favourite bits were cut out of it. Like, the... <laughs> cut out of it. <laughs> cut you out might, have to, you yeah. might have to say what that is. Cause no, no. Is you know when he's doing the tosser sign? Yeah. Well, you know, they, for a minute, what we'd say that? Wanker. Wanker. Yeah. Do the, no, 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 no. Uh, what do they call it? Jerk uh, off. Uh, uh, shaking, yeah. a, uh, shaking a soda stream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that. That. Right? He does that, doesn't he, in that inner finger? And I was watching him thinking, after the fact, I don't remember that. And I went back through it again, he was cut out. Oh, no. To cut it, they went so back, he went to the, you know, he does it when he goes behind the back, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? That's not like... It's not that word. But I thought a strange thing, and it was at seven o'clock, I was thinking, a kid's really going to be that offended, they're probably doing it. They'll probably... <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's be honest about it. Anyway, so, um, I digress. The, they attempt to scare the deities, because they don't clearly don't like what they're doing. And it's really, out. really grim. This really bit, don't. it's like, yeah... How do they know how to do this stuff? Yeah, because... Right, do, and it's really gruesome. Because <laughs> Barbara hangs herself in the clothes hanger and then pulls her face off. And then the next one, we see Barbara holding Adam's head with a knife and then Adam has to run past him with his head on yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was really well done, that is. I thought there's great oh. effects by it. Because there's weird thing in this that... that the ghosts can be seen, but people choose not to see them. Well, this is the thing about that's Lydia, the thing with it, it yeah. isn't it? Well, They're there; everyone can see it. Everyone can see it. This is the whole thing about when um, uh, the majority of people say, like, "Like I've seen a ghost when I was younger." Now, was the ghost there? Because I think it's some, some kind of gland in your brain, which, when you get older, turn your brain then says, "Look, that's not real," so you ignore it, so you don't see it. But you still sometimes see things in the corner of your eye. Yeah, 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 yeah. There. Um, but children often have imaginary friends. And they often think, well, this is not what I think. And they say, oh, I'm just making it up. Or are they actually playing with somebody who's actually there with them? So Lydia sees them, because she is slightly weird. Because yeah. uh, she's a bit thinking. And Lydia sees the males when they're looking out the window. I love when that sculpture goes through the window. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cup of coffee. And they are terrible sculptures. Now, 
we then get to see Adam and Barbara are, are like coming towards their wits end. They're not too sure what to do. They've seen the Beetlejuice flyer, and you get the Beetlejuice as a cowboy advert. Yeah. And we're going to play that now. <laughs> have a trouble with a lily? You got to have your home space violated? You want to get rid of them pesky living critters once and for all? Well, come on down and see me, folks, because I'm the Alcott's leading bio-exorcist. Yes, there is. Come on down here, and I want to tell you, I'll do anything. I'll scare them real bad. The point is, folks, I'm going to do anything to get your business. Hell, I'll possess myself if I gotta. Whoa! Yo, I got demons running all through me. All through me. Come on down here and see it. Hey, hey Jack, now. You get a free demon possession with every exorcism. Ah, you can't beat that, can you? And bring a little parts down here. Hell, we got plenty of snakes and lizards for them to play with. There's no problem with that at all. So, say it once, say it twice, third time the charm, and remember, I'll eat anything you want me to eat. I'll swallow anything you want me to swallow. Come on down out. Chew on the dog. Oh! That is a good advert, anyone who's there. You just can't do that last suit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, do you know what? Did it was... I don't know, you might not know it. Mm. Was Michael Keaton always his thing for Beetlejuice, or do you, don't you know? Um, Does he not, is there anything on the DVD about it? No, it's a really vanilla DVD. So that would be, be a good commentary. Think, That's what you want I to hear. I think there was somebody in line for it, but... Um, you just can't imagine anyone else doing no, it, can you? No, you can't. You really can't. And the fact that really you can do it with the, with the sequel, which is going to happen, because he's, he's really heavily made up. You, know, you see that, yeah. And some of his makeup, he's not, he's not that great around his eyes, is he? His hair's good enough, yeah, but the yeah. hair's a bit crap. Just, just black eyes. Yeah, yeah, black eyes, yeah. yeah. Uh, Adam then decides that they can get through to the, the the office to find out what's going on by drawing a door in the door. And this is where they sit in the waiting room. It's with my favourite stuff, this is. a cigarette guy. No, I like that cigarette guy. He's got the shrunken head guy in there, in yeah. his little head. <laughs> but it's, just, it's, the, uh, it's the American football team. Oh, hey, coach, no. I'm at your coach. James Lane, I think we're dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel that. Um, you see, the man who gets run over by a truck and he's working there and he goes through a. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he says that joke and he goes, How do I look? I haven't got a mirror in there, don't I? He goes, yeah. And he puts himself in that wall. Yeah, that he, he turns around and he goes, uh, How am I looking? And he goes, Hey, you're looking really good. Oh, that's okay, I'm feeling a bit flat. <laughs> <laughs> um, you also see the dark bit now is where they're walking through and they go to the janitor and the, the curtain goes up and he goes, What's that room? And he goes, It's the room of the lost souls. Those people have been exercised. And it is quite horrible. And I think it's wonderful effects, that is, in, yeah, that, yeah, in, that, yeah. in that window. Um, they end up back in the house where they meet Juno, who's got, if you notice, has got a smoke coming out of her neck. So that means she committed suicide because she's also a uh, civil servant. Oh, so she slit her own throat. Her own throat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, Obviously, she offers virtually no help at all. Yeah, and they've been in that thing for ages, haven't they? Because when they get back, the house is changed, hasn't yeah, it? I think they've been there for like about two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, Beetlejuice, it turns out, was Juno's assistant. Uh, we then see Beetlejuice again with his arms pop out, though, trying to get the fly. Yeah, come here. Um, the Maitlands then use sheets to pretend to be ghosts and Lydia sees the ghosts that they have no feet now there is a serious error what does Lydia use when she takes the photos uh, a pyroid okay probably. a little bit later on with the photos she's got she's got them blown up hasn't she um, how do you do that with yeah. like a negative oh right yeah 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 that's a good point actually yeah, 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 yeah. Um, they, they decide then that they're going to have to go and get Beetlejuice so, how do they get Beetlejuice, Carl? They say his name, like Candyman, three times. <laughs> you don't want to get mixed up. No, 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 no. Beetlejuice is bad. And so, we then have Beetlejuice come up, 
Uh, and this is where he calls, he says the, uh, hey, nice fucking model. <laughs> so we'll play yeah, that clip. That bit where that was cut out of the bloody thing oh, as well, well, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Something. Is this relationship really solid? Do I have a shot at her at all? Excuse me. Sure. Am I overstep my bounds? Just tell me. Come on. You know what's really beautiful about this? You two kids pick me. You didn't have to, but you pick me. It makes me want to kiss you guys. Come on. Come no. Come on. Come on. Come on. All right. Let's get down to business. You're right. I got a card around here somewhere. Here. Here. Who do I have to kill? Here. Hold that for me, would you? There. Whoa. Oh, there, you there you go. You don't have to kill anybody. Ah, possession. Good. Learn to throw your voice. Fool your friends. Fun and party. <gasps> No, we just want to get some people out of our house. Ah, I understand, I understand. Well, look, in order to do that, I'm really going to have to get to know you guys. You know, we got to get closer. Move in with you for a while. Get to be real pals, you know what I'm saying? And... My wife and I would like to ask you a couple of questions. Sure, 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 sure. go ahead, shoot. Well, for instance, uh, what are your qualifications? Ah, well, I attended Juilliard. I'm a graduate of the Harvard Business School. I travel quite extensively. I lived through the Black Plague, and I had a pretty good time during that. I've seen The Exorcist about 167 times, and it keeps getting funnier every single time I see it. Not to mention the fact that you're talking to a dead guy. Now, what do you think? You think I'm qualified? What I mean is, can you be scary? Oh, oh, I know what you're asking me. Can I be scary? What do you think of this? <laughs> you like it? Excuse us, please. Sure, talk amongst yourselves. Oh, let's go. I know, I know, Barbara, honey, but I think he could be of some no, use. No, no, let's meet you. Something out of ourselves. We just have to talk. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey! Excuse me. What? Excuse me. We are leaving now. Oh, hey. Oh, come on. Don't go yet. Hey, guy, come on. We're simpatico here. Look at us. Huh? We even shop at the same store. Hey, hermano. Yeah, there you go. Hey, come on. We're like peas in a pod, the three of us. Let's face it, you want somebody out of the house, I want to get somebody out of your house. Come look. We've been to Saturn. Hey, I've been to Saturn. Whoa. Sandworms. You hate them, right? <laughs> I hate them myself. Come on, kids. What do I have to do to strike a deal with you two, huh? Don't you hate it when that happens? Let's go, Bob. Wait, wait a minute. Come on. Just come on for a while. We'll talk inside. Come on. Come on. I'm not staying here. Another minute. Mess. Don't pay any attention to it. Adam, we have to get out of here. I agree, but I'll fix something to eat. Home, yes. home, home. Barbara, how did you do that? Hope you like Italian. Where'd you go? Hey, come on. Hey, where'd you go? Oh, hey, come on. You gotta work with me here. I'm just trying to cut a deal. What do you want me to do? Where are you? You bunch of losers! You're working with a professional here! Nice fucking model! Which of the is the ultimate? 
Uh, build your scene, isn't it? Really, which is it's, also improvised. I just love all that <laughs> stuff. And know you get impression friends. I love that bit. Yeah. You know, because you know he's got the speaking like him. I love that yeah. bit. <laughs> but yet again, like we talked about this earlier, right? If someone hasn't saw this film, you think, my God, Beetlejuice. Ah, is he? All, he's running through this film all the way. No, he's not. No, is he? no, no, he's in it for seventeen minutes. Seventeen minutes, <laughs> and it's like, and you realise when you watch it, when I watched it again, bloody hell, it's shorter than you remember. Is, all yeah, the time yeah. you watch it, it's shorter than you remember. Well, also, that, that scene as well, where uh, she goes, well, "Why are your qualifications?" and uh, if you notice, he, he puts goes, on that English well, accent. He get, he, he's doing his kind of thing, and he goes, "Well, then, uh, of course, I was in." Uh, da, 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 da. Which is that's uh, Mocking Ab lived all of that. Did I? Yeah, yeah, he had lived it all. There's, there's loads of this in this film where he had lived, and because uh, even when he goes, "I've seen the Exorcist one hundred and sixty-seven times," <laughs> <laughs> it keeps on getting funnier. Yeah, I suppose so. You could never script something that much because you're wanting to be like that, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it must have been really interesting watching that making that when he's sort of revving himself up. Because mm. he's like he's meant he's manic, isn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. And he's jumping. I'll say all the bit when he's going into the you'll see the whole the whole house the way he's walking. <laughs> yeah, he's doing that really weird walking where he's going. Oh, man, <laughs> I love that stuff. Uh, yeah, because the way that barber thinks Adam has actually built a, a whole house on there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we then get the dinner party scene, which is the day, uh, or, which, which is basically the funniest. It, it, you know, I, you know, I was, I think, it still made me laugh. I've almost have saw it thirty, forty times. It yeah. still makes me laugh. It's, it's all their faces. It's their yeah. faces. Expressions. It's it? even at the dinner scene where uh, I turns around to that woman and goes, "Oh, don't tell me it's one of the one you're clearly suicide attempt stories." <laughs> <laughs> Um, we get we do get the beetle snake, which again, as you say, is, is yeah, yeah. Now that's probably the worst effect in it. That bit, it looks yeah, and really that was crap. really shot because that film that scene was actually filmed before Michael Keaton signed on, oh. so they had to redo the head, so it looked a little bit. Ah, like, oh, that's why it looks a bit shit. Yeah, yeah. Adam then turns his head into a uh, chicken. Uh, Adam had a, a, there's a, a break there uh, for editing purposes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, Adam does that thing where he, he produces his head into like a chicken, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. And Barbara opens a jaw and puts her eyeballs in it. It's mouth. really gruesome bit that is. It is. Now, would you like to know an even nicer fact? What? Those latex heads was found in a loft in England in Cash in the Attic. <laughs> the TV, honestly, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. But it was deemed too. Um, they, obviously, they de- generated quite badly, and so they couldn't be sold because they just like, was falling apart. But imagine how did they end up there? Then no idea. Obviously, somebody maybe worked. I know he's always or... been. He's had loads of England's production office. Yeah, he's always yeah, had yeah. people here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So imagine finding. Oh, I love them. Um, someone put a picture. Like, in that, you look at <laughs> Someone put them wicked heads on the. Yeah, I know. I feel I'm thinking nice some mm. meme about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the way you do these things, but it was really good. I love that bit. <laughs> oh, that's really good. That is what a good fact. Uh, Lydia then calls. Be- oh, they uh, Otto then does that thing where. Um yeah, because they're all not very happy. Oh, Charles gets all the the people up there to create these big kind of like a ghost town that they're going to do. Because you find out that Otto was like a spiritualist, weren't he? Yeah, when, well, he, he, when he, he was younger, when he says it. He steals the book yeah. and then decides to like bring the Maitlands back. And it's and really it's, gruesome it's, scene. It's that really is. sad, isn't it? Because they, they put the wedding dress and his wedding outfit on. And they slowly fill it up, and I think the makeup is amazing. Both Virginia yeah, and Adam Baldwin, where they get really old. So Lydia calls Bill just to save the uh, Maitlands, but the only way they can do that is if she agrees to marry him. Yeah, yeah. Um, the weirdest vicar. Oh yeah, comes out. What of is that? that? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, weird. <laughs> it's just a really it's odd little bit, isn't weird. it? Um, and uh, Bill just is all in his suit and everything like that. But he says a wonderful thing where he turns around and, and says. Um, now I think I might have this. Oh yeah, because he shows up in his because he's got his black and white suit, isn't he? So let's play the clip. Are you 
them, please. Sure, I can help them. You gotta help me. What? Look, I want you my colonial alien, okay? I want out for good. In order for me to do that, hey, I gotta get married. Hey, these aren't my rules. Come to think of it, I don't have any rules. Look, you think of it as a marriage of inconvenience, okay? We both get something, I get out. You get to say you're hitched to the most eligible bachelor since Valentino came over. We're even, babe. Okay, just help them. Where he says, um, Oh, what have we got here? The Maitlands. I think they had enough exercise for one day. <laughs> and we get the wedding scene, and because like um, Barbara's trying to stop him from saying, says Beetlejuice, and she puts, I like that, that clamp, bit. yeah, which yeah. I think that metal clamp on her mouth. Don't you think that's very yeah. much like Twilight Zone? Yeah, I mean, suddenly being able to suddenly stop. Oh, the, uh, the boy, the, the boy, yeah, yeah the boy, yeah. yeah. Um, and then for some amazingly, Beetlejuice gets attacked by the uh, by one of the sandworms. Yeah. Now, that's weird, isn't it? Because that happens. And you think, well... Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the whole thing of Beetlejuice doesn't make any sense what he is no, anyway. No. What he is. Because when, make any when sense. they go and get him, yeah, they have to dig him out of the grave. Yeah. But he had his hands out of the grave anyway. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Is it kind of like having to work for your supper kind of thing? I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, the film ends with uh, everyone all getting on and they do that Shake the Nora song. And then we see uh, the Shunken Head book with Beetlejuice, which, of course... We have the clip. 
than this. Normally chicks. Hey, there goes Elvis! Yo, King! Well, looks like I'm next. <laughs> Good thing, too. I gotta do a photo shoot for GQ in about an hour and a half. <sighs> yeah, they've been after me for months. Doing some kind of underwear deal. I don't know what... Whoa, hey, what are you doing? Hey, stop it! Hey, you're messing on air! Come on! Whoa! Look for me. Come on. That clap. There was a before the time. And that's it. So, um, again, I always feel that like we've, we've ran through it, but everyone who knows this film will know exactly what Yeah, like I said, I think the one thing about I think about this thing, uh, thing is it's a really gruesome film, mm. but done nicely. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I like that. It's spooky in it without being. Yeah, you know, maybe you couldn't show it to a little... I don't know, could you show it to a little kid? No, I wouldn't put it on for my... To judge your kid, wouldn't you? Yeah. I think we could have watched it. I think we could have watched it, yeah. I mean, mean, it's like, but I I think... I think... I don't know. I think maybe 10-year-old, 8, 9, 10-year-olds, maybe. There's no gore in it. There's no gore in it. I think my my one would... She'd just be freaking out about it. Yeah, yeah. Also, you've got to be careful because there is swearing in it. There is swearing. No... Well, is, he, is there going to be this sequel? Apparently so, yeah. There is, there is going to be a sequel. We don't know why there's up for it. Tim Burton's up for it. And Michael Keaton has been I suppose you could suppose you got the with makeup. It don't matter about it. We don't matter about Keaton, does he? Because, I mean, he, he'll just look at I suppose back you could have it where she's got old and we know who I don't. Well, But I suppose you could have Jeffrey Jones in here. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we do have some comments. So, some comments, Kel. Uh, this is from Tina Marie. Hello, Meds and Kel. I'm looking forward to hearing your you cover Beetlejuice my top 10 list of this film <laughs> Michael Keaton you can't recognise him under all that makeup and he later goes on to act again with Gina Davis in Speechless ah. Gina Davis and Ali Baldwin I like to see on scene where they come back in their wedding clothes Catherine O'Hara being trapped by a sculpture when they are remodelling in the house yeah. do you know the caseworker how did they do that smoking effect on a photo it's a really good effect it is a really good effect that. isn't it and in fact the actress who played her died of, uh, of lung oh. cancer because she was a, a lifelong smoker oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, she actually with Kelly Gantz and everything she did oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Gino and the dead football players realising they didn't survive the crash yeah I love that the music love the clothing song Shake 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 and all that we know the rider was Lydia I loved her relationship with Alec and Gina in the movie <laughs> Alec Baldwin how did he change so much after that movie he looked so skinny hard to see him <laughs> as the same guy uh, Bill just during the sound scene he turned himself into a carnival uh, this is more of a question why wasn't he ah my phone's just gone off and I just realised that we might get that tick 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 all the way through so apologies listeners uh, why wasn't he able to say his own name in order for Lydia to get his help she has to say his name but the first time they meet he has to give her hints on what his name yeah, is yeah 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 is yeah. this ever covered outside of the movie love this movie great story great music and time it's all the best for New Hampshire Tina Marie I, I think that's right that bit don't make any but like I said you can't think about it too much can you, you just can't no, go into the because no. I mean could Candyman say his name no, because I don't think he called himself Candyman, did he? I don't think so. Could Pinhead say Pinhead? Never. Although Pinhead wasn't called that. That yeah. wasn't his name, was it? Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, he does say a bit, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, that, that don't make any sense. No, no. Just stick around, that. don't make any sense. No. Well, he says it, and then he can't say he it. He can't say it. Weird. No. Uh, we now have an audio comment, which is rather nice, from James Berridge. Here we go. 
James. Hey, Mads and Kel, uh, Jim Berridge here from Sully Kirkby in Ashfield, Nottinghamshire. I uh, heard you were doing Beetlejuice for your next fantastic waffle on podcast, so here's my thoughts on this 1988 Tim Burton classic. First off, uh, this is Tim Burton at the top of his game, and it is most Tim Burton y. I think it must be where his obsession with grey and black stripes come from. It seems to be a staple ingredient in quite a few of his films. Um, the wonky wedding doorway and priest at the end of the film could have come directly out of Nightmare Before Christmas. Danny Elfman's score, especially the opening theme, hit the nail right on the head for setting the atmosphere of the film. Slightly dark but quirky, exactly what a Tim Burton film should sound like in my point. Um, the casting is spot on. Keaton goes fantastically over the top as Beetlejuice, and that's perfect for the character. In his first scene as a cowboy, he really sets his store out to be Beetle, to Beetlejuice's manic energy, and he never comes down from full caffeine overload level, and you can tell his loves every minute of it. I've got a soft spot for Winona Ryder too, I even like her in Alien Resurrection. Uh, she's obviously channeling Wednesday Adams as Lydia the Emo Goth. Her mum and dad, Delia and Charles Dietz, played by Catherine O'Hara and Rudy, Jeffrey Jones, are well well used uh, as the city slicker power couple who don't get their daughter. Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis are Adam and Barbara Maitland, the freshly dead but downright nice country-loving small-town couple who just want a quiet afterlife. Uh, my favourite parts, uh, I mentioned Cowboy Beetlejuice, as it's where you see him for the first time and you know straight away that this is going to be a fun ride of a film. Uh, obviously, the dinner party possession theme, uh, scene. Um, Come, Mr. Tallyman, tell me banana. Who doesn't like that song? And it's a very funny scene. Um, oh, the part where they ask Beetlejuice what qualifications he has, um, and he starts off with the pleasant talking voice, and then which quickly descends into his uh, demonic cackle. As he says, he's watched Exorcist 167 times, and it gets funnier every single time he sees it. Uh, in stitches every time he sees he says that. Um, only noticed on re-watching it, on that scene, um, it says, hey, you've been to Saturn, sandworms, eh? So, now I'm thinking, when Adam steps off out of the house, uh, and he goes to the dune, the desert place with the sandworms, is that Saturn? It never occurred to me before, I'd never, never heard that line. Um, the shrunken head in the waiting room, uh, no need for words, it doesn't need to speak, it's just a hilarious sitting there, uh, at the end of the scene where Beetlejuice gets his head shrunken too, that's that's fantastic. Um, and the part where Adam and Barbara pull their faces off in the cupboard, and where they transform their faces into those freaky beaks in Juno's office. Uh, brilliant, brilliant um, special effects there, I think. Uh, you don't need CGI for that sort of thing. Uh, it wouldn't have done it any justice, and it wasn't available anyway at that time. Now, the makeup effects in general are really good. Um, the stop motion, not so great, but I think for the style of the film, it's, it's that's perfect for it. Uh, but the makeup effects are good, especially in the afterlife, afterlife offices, uh, with that uh, bloke who's been run over disappearing into a slot in the wall. That's hilarious. Uh, I don't know if it was Tim Burton's idea about suicides being doomed to work as civil servants in the afterlife. It seems to have ent- entered public consciousness now, but I don't know if that was a Beetlejuice construct or whether it was something... That, that was known beforehand. Um, the film's not perfect. The first three quarters are brilliant, but uh, the wedding scene at the end leaves me a bit cold. It doesn't interest me. I, I like I like the journey, not the the ending as such. Um, so yeah, it's not perfect, but it is a great film. 
and there's rumours of Beetlejuice 2 doing the rounds, um, I think these rumours have been around for years, it'd be, it'd be brilliant if they did come out, um, maybe with Lydia in the afterlife having died, uh, maybe a, a kid being involved in some, some way. Um, anyway, that's my view on a great 80s fantasy film, uh, I'm loving your podcast, catching up as I've not known about it for very long, but listening to maybe three a week, so I should be caught up in short order. So keep up the good work and waffle on. That's all coming, isn't it? That's good. He's, he's, uh, he's all over now, I think, you know? He loves it. He loves it. He was a little bit worried. Well, on tramp on chips. He was very worried about uh, the quality of his audio, and uh, I had to point out the fact that the quality of his audio is a lot better than what the quality is of this podcast. <laughs> uh, we do have a few facts, what I've, I've already talked about them. Uh, that was in, there was an animated TV series. You remember the animated TV series? No. That ran from 89 to 91. Have you got it? I've seen it when it was on at the time, but uh, it's not. It's not. Be, uh, oh, is it? No, no. Um, it must have been about the same time, like the real Ghostbusters, where they're obsessed about getting everything like a cartoon, aren't they? Exactly. No, Cal. Oh, here we go. I've not read this. I have no idea what's in it. Well, as usual, I'm trying not to read these. As things. you can tell by our voices, you know who's coming up. Yeah. <laughs> I need a bow. To ding, ding. You know what? We need a zinger, don't we? Yeah, we need some kind of... I have to get Jen to do a zinger for us. But that means then he's actually popularly becoming part of the show. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Oh, dear. Hello, Waffles. How is you and the mad dog face, Kelly? I goes away for a week this week, Waffles. For a week... I goes with Insects Pete, Goosey and Johnny, Johnny Albos for the week. Johnny Albos! <laughs> we goes to the Lake District and we has a great time, except when we're waiting for the coach to leave Bradford. Someone has a piss in my coat pocket, so I had a pocket full of piss for the whole journeys. Where's goes? Pony trekking over fields. And I had a horse he called Neil. It was a lovely day, but Johnny Albo, who was behind my horse, <laughs> said he was getting wet because it's sudden raining and it goes in his face. It wasn't rain, though. Neil the horse was just doing a wee and the wind catches and it makes it go in Johnny's face and moth. He does not like that because he could taste it for days, waffles. <laughs> we go... <laughs> We go, <laughs> we goes to a museum. <laughs> oh dear, man. Yeah. Oh come on, mate. We goes to a museum of pencils because <laughs> I likes pencils, waffles. But when, when we get there, it shit down. It's <laughs> what? <laughs> shit down. Shit, shit down. <laughs> I had been before, though, when I go with Mum. There has the world's biggest pencil and the world's oldest pencil. It's so old, to wrist, Noah uses it to tick animals off his list when putting them on the ark when it was a bit rainy. I might get stibbits wrong a bit, but I'm usually right waffles. I touch the old pencil and makes me feel like a... Special boy. <laughs> Special. We has a nightmare coming home because insects. Yeah. <laughs> we has nightmare coming home because insects. Pete's knobby stuck in something and we miss his coach. Goosey wants to try and hitchhike her, 
But I see on telly, you have to pipe S. Manoff for a lift. <laughs> Pop the Manoff. <laughs> so I rings mum and she comes and gets us and saves us. It's Mother's Day today, so I'll give her flowers and eat her, mate. Presume you mean take her out. Yeah, I think, yeah, take I think her out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take her out. Well, thank you, Bob K. Once again, you're entertaining the nation with your uh, interesting life. Yeah, yeah. Johnny Alba. And insects, Pete. Yeah, insects, yeah. fat Pete. Um, so, thank you very, very much, Bob. Who knows? We, we may see him live. We may not. Yeah. Um, we don't know what we're doing next month. Do we? Can't do we have any? We are. We did. We got lots of plans. Yeah, no, we got like. What month is it next month? Yeah, we, we're talking about Man Boyd's dog and yeah. Gross Point Blank, weren't we? And yeah, a Scazzazi one and Taxi Driver, Ooh. weren't we? And so it's going to be one of them. It's going to be one of them. Which is you? Which is floating your uh, Johnny Elbow's boat? Uh, that's Paul Blanks amazing, isn't it? I've just watched that as well, so I don't need to go back and watch it. Yeah, I have got that as well. The thing is, that's another. It's a bit close to the. It's a bit close to the. Uh, this isn't it, really? Yeah, I know. I see what you mean there. Yeah, 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 so... uh, welcome to the production meeting of Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I will announce it on the Facebook page anyway. But if you've teased you with a few, uh, and some of like, uh, we will do the Vicarious and Bob Martin one. Yeah, one day. Which is one the one. I might, we might just do that as a special. Anyone who donates to the podcast, I get it. There you go. Anyway, thanks for listening and we will see you soon. Bye. You've been listening to Waffle On. If you'd like to get in touch or join the mailing list, you can by emailing the guys at waffleonpodcast at gmail.com. You can also have some waffly fun by joining their Facebook page. Simply type in Waffle On Podcast in the search bar and away you go. This has been a Waffle On production. Copyright Simon Meddings and Mark C. Kelly. I would rather talk about...
a beautiful bunch, a ripe banana. Hide the deadly black tarantula. We like come and we 